Hello, everybody. My name is Dan Van Horn. I'm the senior pastor here at Trinity Baptist Church in Fairfield, Connecticut, and we want to welcome you to the TBC Provoke podcast. This is where we hope to stimulate, stir up, and provoke you to love and good deeds by taking the conversation we start on Sunday mornings and bring it into the middle of your week. Hello, everybody. This is Clayton, and welcome to another episode of the TBC Provoke podcast. As always, my guest is Senior Pastor Dan Van Horn. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Yeah, I I was really hoping you'd do another exciting introduction, but... I almost said the Gates dear. (laughs) Hello, the Gates dear, y'all. The Gates, y'all. That's from Southern Germany, right? The Gates, y'all. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Uh, well, this last Sunday, we we tried something new because different is good. Uh, also, yep. sometimes difference is thrust upon you and you've got to go with it. Uh, Dan, you got notice last week that someone in your community was a it was a possible exposure, a covid exposure uh, issue. And so. You yeah. went ahead and you actually pre-recorded your sermon for us, and we had video church in church this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, all other technical issues aside, if you were trying to watch with us live, my deepest apologies. We had a, an issue in the booth, and. Uh, And we have been able to get that fixed. We look forward to worshiping with you this Sunday if you are at home. But we were able to get your sermon because you pre-recorded it. This is the the goodness of the Lord. Because you pre-recorded it, because of your circumstances, we were still able to get your sermon out to everybody who wanted to see it. But you got some good news. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we were notified by the town, by the Department of Public Health, that we don't need to quarantine, that we're in the clear but then uh, we also, my son and I also went uh, a step further and uh, had a test done and, and we're both negative. So we're good Amen. to go. Amen. The goodness of Amen. the Lord. Um, we know that there have been other scares in our community. There have been those uh, related to us here at Trinity who have gotten sick with this. And uh, ultimately, there are those who have died in our country, let alone in the world over 200,000 people, uh, this has taken their life. And as always, our prayer and our compassion goes out to those people because Jesus says that he wants you to love others as you would love yourself. And if you, if you care for your own preservation and that of your family, then the loss of someone in your life or even someone just a stranger, I mean, that is something that burdens the heart of God. And so our prayers continue to go out to those. But we have a prayer of thanks for your health, Dan, indeed. Yeah. Amen. You know, it, it is funny. I am thankful that, that we're all good. And, um, you know, I was just thinking about this past Sunday. Uh, even for those who haven't yet listened to the sermon, I'd say if they're, they should probably take the time to stop the podcast here, go back and, and you know, partake in the sermon because, I mean, I think that's the that's the grounding for even when you and I get together to talk every week is we want to discuss a sermon. But what I what I love uh, in this time is that following Jesus 
is true in both the smooth and easy times as well as in the disturbances. Amen. And and I feel like we saw that in so many different ways this weekend. You know, yes, A, my or B, or whatever, one, two, three, whatever. Uh, my, my sermon is available this week. My, my, the, the time, the things that God put on my heart in John 12 is available this week because of the disturbances that we had, you know, that forced me to pre-record the sermon. Uh, but then in addition to that, I feel like I, I was on, I was online. I joined everyone online for worship. And though we weren't able to see and experience everything that was happening in the sanctuary, uh, God made a way for us to have a sweet time of worship together on the discussion board, which I thought was kind of cool. The online discussion thread became a sweet time of worship in praying together and sharing prayer requests and encouraging one another uh, and just thinking about some of the passages of scripture that that I was going to be preaching on that morning. So I, I thought, you know, even in the midst of disturbances, we still see opportunities to follow Jesus. Can we talk real quick, and this is not this is not from the sermon, but can we talk about Jesus in the disappointments? And here's what I mean. The Lord knows so much more than we do. And so you get a phone call, and it says, Hey, Dan, your possible exposure risk, you should quarantine until you know more. You make the phone calls to the elders to figure out how we should proceed with Sunday. You pre-record your sermon, and all, the whole time, Jesus knows that as I'm trying to split my time between <laughs> managing the tech team, the music team, leading the service, you're going to be out, that there's going to be a computer issue. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we get some lovely fruit, which is you pre-record the sermon, it still gets to go out. Online chat for live service turns into this spontaneous prayer conversation and edification moment, which was lovely. I actually got to read the live chat, which was which was beautiful to see our community connecting in that way. And we had a service live in person, which then uh, at my house sparked lovely conversation later. And so what I explained to Miss Celine, because God bless her. She said, Clayton, I'm praying for you this morning. And I said, Miss Celine, I think I solved all the problems, but don't stop praying because you never know what's going to happen. I said, (laughs) we lost the battle this Sunday, but we won the war because everything, everywhere we were bore fruit. It didn't happen the way we wanted to. Mm -hmm. We were all disappointed about that. But everything had shoots of life in it. And it was just so encouraging. Yeah. Okay, so I don't think that this is intentional, but this absolutely has to do with the passage of John, of John oh 12. Because, you know, when we have our expectations that don't work out the way we want them to, God is still going to be fruitful, Amen. right? God's plan will move forward. So, you know, um, if I had my way, my expectations worked perfectly, uh, I would have been with you all on Sunday morning. Uh, the stream would have worked perfectly for those who were gathering with us online but even that like my heartbeat is for the people who are online to feel welcome and safe to gather with us in person for worship at some point you know and so uh ideally we would all be together we'd be praising god in song and prayer but at the same time that's my expectation and so there's a certain sense of what happens when i uh when i i don't hold so tightly to my expectations but in a sense, allow them to die within me and be driven less by 
my firm grip on my circumstances uh, and trust my circumstances to Jesus. You know, I think that's the shoots of life that you're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. We see fruitful conversation in the discussion thread. We, we see an opportunity for people to, you know, to still worship in person, for God to be glorified in conversations around the small groups that, that are meeting and gathering and talking about John 12. There's, you know, the, the life-giving fruit of Jesus still goes forth, but it requires me getting out of the way a little bit and not fighting to make things work out the way I expect them to, but rather cooperate with Jesus. I can't do anything about being quarantined. It's, it's, I mean, I, I guess I could have forced myself to be there at church, but think of the number of people who would have questioned the integrity of going to church after you've been exposed to COVID and, and would they trust, would they trust uh, that again to gather with me uh, in fellowship? I don't know, but you know, we can maintain that integrity and and see what God is going to do as he works. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know in the midst of your sermon, as I was still trying to solve this problem with technical stuff, I, I was I had to let your sermon speak to me in the moment. Right. Uh, one of the most yeah, impactful yeah. questions is like you asked, what is the Lord asking you t- to leave on the ground, right? What is he asking you to lay down mm-hmm. so that he can bear more fruit? Um, and I was uh, struggling with technology and uh, I-, I couldn't think clearly enough and I didn't have enough peace to solve the problem at, at the moment. And I had to lay down my ability, you know, because in in some mm-hmm. respects, like my ability to solve problems is one of my great attributes um, mm-hmm. because I, I, I believe almost every problem can be solved with patience and a little thinking. And I just didn't have the time or the patience or enough bandwidth to solve the problem. And that uh, that insulted me personally. Right. Like I was mm. my pride was hurt and that made me uh, frustrated and angry. And in the middle of your sermon, you asked this question, what is the Lord asking you to lay down so that he can bear more fruit? And to tell you that I was literally underneath the tech board hearing those words and being like, I think it's this right now. I think I just need to give this moment to Jesus and and move on. Uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. it just would have been, you know, more and more frustration. Um, and it's the little things that make you lose Jesus, right? It's never, it's never like uh, I said this to to somebody on Sunday morning. It's never, oh, I've embezzled a billion dollars, man. Uh, I should, I should probably get right. Usually, it's like I can't find my keys, and that's the thing that makes you lose your witness with us. Right. Or somebody, somebody <laughs> cuts you off at the stop sign and all of a sudden you forget you're a follower of Jesus and you become, you become this old man. But sometimes it's these little disappointments. Something doesn't, something simply yeah. doesn't go your way. Uh, and you ask this beautiful question. And this is really the question I have for everyone in our congregation. And um, it's a shorter pod today, but maybe this is where Maybe we don't wrap it up and button the end. Maybe we leave it hanging in the air. Uh, and Dan, I'd love for you to speak to this before we do. But what is the thing? This is the same question you asked on Sunday. What is the thing that the Lord is asking you to give up 
or give over or lay down in your life so that he personally can bear more fruit in your life. Yeah. So here's, here's what I'm thinking too, as you're talking, uh, I think that's a much bigger question than we like to think, uh, than we like to, to acknowledge. Um, you know, it's wise for us to start with what's one thing, but I think the reality is that the life of following Jesus is this increasing path of, of dying to ourselves so that we can live more fully in who God created us to be. And what I mean by that is I think that there are a number of things within my life that I'm driven by. Uh, some things I'm aware of, some things I'm not. Like, I think the, the psalmist beautifully says, um, invites the Lord uh, to search me and know my heart. You know, they, there's a certain sense that there's a lot that goes on within us. A lot of things that drive uh, our daily lives that we're not even aware of. But, but what if the invitation to follow Jesus invites us to think, what's one thing that I can lay down today that God might bear the fruit of new life in me? Um, maybe it's my need to be right. You know, maybe, maybe that's getting in the way of hearing some important things from Jesus or from people that God has placed in my life who love me. Um, maybe it is, uh, you know, my, my fear of, um, you know, not uh, of man, my fear of others, my fear of what they think of me, um, you know, how that hinders me from truly walking a life of faith. But I think that, you know, in the grand scheme of my life, I'll be able to look back and string together a whole series of things that I had to learn to die to yeah. so that Christ, so I might live more fully in the life that Christ invites me into. Indeed. Ah, oh, what a lovely, that is a lovely button. Uh, and I think we can leave it with that. As I look back on my life, there will be a whole string of things that I have had to learn to die to so that I could live more fully in Christ. Clayton, can, can I just add one more yes. invitation there? Um, maybe, maybe it's just this week practice, like identify what that is and share it with a, someone you trust. Like learn to experience what it means to trust someone else with this vulnerability of, I think Jesus is inviting me to allow this to Amen. die in me. Uh, and, and see how he would use that to, to draw us closer Amen. in fellowship together. Accountability and visibility is a high value in the kingdom. It's so important that God says, I'm everywhere and I see all things. Nothing passes my eye. And nothing will be forgotten um, when it comes to injustice. But because God is so present and he is so loving... He promises that anyone who should come to him, regardless of what they're struggling with, should they confess him to be their savior, they will be saved. Uh, And there's no big and no little trouble that you can't lay down in front of the Lord and let him bear fruit in your life. Well, hey, everybody, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, I hope this provokes you unto good works, that as you hear and think about these things, that you would strike up these conversations with others, even if it's just to say, can you believe what those two knuckleheads said? (laughs)
But it is our sincere hope that this conversation leaves Sunday and enters into your life where the boots are on the ground, it enters into your relationships, and it begins to shape and mold how you see yourself as a believer, but also how you see yourself as a part of this community. We love you. God bless.